it's your favorite girl, Manji Nadia Baca, author of Mom. Welcome to Candid Talks. This is our very first three-segment series on the Fierce Femme Energy Podcast. It's been a couple of months since Mom has dropped, and I'm sure there's loads and loads of questions that you guys have for me. No worries. Today, we're going to unpack all of it. This segment is based on Chapter 1, Book of Queens, and is focused primarily on the walk into womanhood. As women, we're up against a whirlwind of issues, such as our looks, careers, love lives, and most importantly, each other. This part of the book embraces those things. Today, we have a woman who is killing it right now in the entertainment news, and another whose artistry is just out of this world. I really and truly respect and, 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 um, and love these women's hustle and, and tenacity. Um, we're gonna go ahead and welcome Miss Ebony Polanois, better known as Miss Two Bees, and um, the one and only Dominique McCray, AKA Beauty by Dom. Um, thank you ladies so much for, for being here with me today. You guys look lovely. Thank you. Thank you, sis. So we're gonna dive right into it because I, I, I really wanna know, um, what does womanhood look like to you? So um, for me, you know, I, I wrote down my little notes, just key points, but um, for me, one, womanhood is basically confidence, um, both internally and externally. Uh, internally, it's just being able to say what I wanna say, feel how I wanna uh, feel and not feel bad about it. I feel like so many times people try to guilt us into feeling a certain way because we're a woman, but when we're able to stand firm and be like, this is how I feel, like, that's it. That's, um, that's internally. And then externally, I guess it's just like a makeup thing in my head. But when I think womanhood, I think red lipstick, red lipstick, this it's a boldness to red lips. So like, I see red lips walking, um, standing tall and just being firm and hearing those footsteps, like as you're walking. So to me, that's like womanhood for me. Nice. Yeah, I can definitely relate to those heels. <laughs> you can't tell me nothing in the pair of heels. Four foot eleven. What? <laughs> Period. Like yeah. for me, womanhood is more so about vulnerability because I've learned over the years that there's strength and vulnerability. And like the best example, because Dominique, you basically touched on like basically the core things that I feel make up womanhood but like the perfect example that I can think of is like Claire Huxtable like she was firm vulnerable soft like she didn't she didn't come off as a pushover she was definitely going to give you a piece of her mind and an earful but in such a graceful way that you just stared at her like mommy <laughs> you know? like, I love her and she is the epitome of womanhood to me Nice, nice, nice. I love um, you ladies speaking about confidence um, with womanhood. I feel like um, the transition from girlhood to womanhood is really being able to stand on your own and stand in a room and not feel small um, or not feel like you have to shrink yourself and you can 100% be who you are and, and really just rest in that. I love that you mentioned strength and vulnerability because oftentimes now um, as we are modern women, 
women. Um, we, we have a lot more work opportunities. So there's a lot of hustle. There's like the female hustler. There's like, you know, a diva is a female version of a hustler. So like, that's the kind of, that's the kind of environment that we are all trying to thrive in. And oftentimes it's like, that's good. That's great. That's amazing. But also like being able to like, to, to, to throw on our Claire Hustable, um, cape and you know really walk through and be like you know what I want to wear red lipstick today I'm feeling that bold um so yes womanhood is really and truly about honing in like who you are and being able to stand firm on your own two feet as a woman and not feel like you have to to compromise that that part of you um the next question that I want to ask the two of you ladies because um you know Eb you're in entertainment you're doing your thing I've been watching you um since 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 you graduated from college and um I've just seen how you just blossomed and like you're I'm like oh my god this girl's on a go like at one point I was watching Ebbs and I'm like hold up wait a minute manager you see that girl you need to you you need to be that girl in whatever it is you're trying to do. You need to, you need yeah. to, you need to get your, get your tenacity up there. You need to, you know, move, you need to create, you need to do whatever it is because she is a testament that it is possible. Yeah. Um, if someone's giving you an opportunity, sometimes you have to create it for yourself and just do what you do. Yes. And, 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 and Dominique, I've seen, um, we've only known each other for a short amount of time, but I've seen like the growth and like your artistry skills, girl, you got range. You have range. This girl, this girl could, could do makeup on a puppy if you asked her to. Um, so I just want to ask you ladies, what advice can you give to the evolving woman, to the woman finding herself, to the woman, like really trying to hone in on her craft or whatever it is that she is passionate about? What advice do you have for that woman? Um, I would say, uh, and I was just speaking about this, um, like there's life and death is in the power of our tongues, right? Mm -hmm. So speak life into yourself. I feel like so many times we underestimate what we say, but if it's one thing that I know that has helped me, it's just telling myself, Dominique, you got this. Um, this may be hard to do, but you got this. And me telling myself that's helped to push me um, to keep doing things. Cause at one point I was like, oh my gosh, Dominique, like, are you even progressing? Like what's going on? Like, it seems like everyone around you is doing so good and you're like, you feel stagnant. So I had to tell myself, listen, if you want to be great, you're going to have to get it together, do what you have to do and push through. And I just constantly telling myself, um, you know, speaking life into myself. I think that's one thing that really and truly, um, helped me. Nice. Yes, that is so true. Um, yeah, manifestation is so real. Like, even if you're speaking negative things, those things will manifest. So I agree with Dominique on that point. And um, for me personally, it's just kind of just standing firm on my values and what I believe and what I'm passionate about because there's always going to be a different trend every year that you can follow and it can get you where you want to go easily or more quickly but honestly it's a marathon it's not a race just be consistent and be true to yourself 
because that's when it gets miserable if you start doing things that you just don't want to do or that has is not in alignment with who you are or your destiny so yeah once you follow that I think everything else would flow yeah I really love that both of you women um spoke um about you know progression right having those questions of like okay how am I progressing um I remember Dominique just said oh well what am I are you growing and then um, also how you're growing, right? You don't want to um, grow in a direction that you wouldn't have put on a vision board, right? When we think about growth, we want to think about something that I can say that I'm proud of, you know? Um, I remember when I dropped mom, um, what was it? Three months into the year, I had so many people, when I was reaching out, you know, trying to figure out, okay, when, when can you edit this? How can I, so many were like, well, for editor's time, that time is too small. It's way too small. But I was just like, well, um, pretty much got the groundwork done. I just need somebody to push it through. And then also when I realized, you know what, the reason it's easy for the next person to say it's not possible in this time frame because they aren't me. So in that moment, I had to figure out, well, if I want to progress, this is how I'm going to do it. And this is what I'm going to commit to it. So it's, um, I love that you ladies um, touched on the points of, you know, are, are we progressing? And, and if so, how are we progressing? Am I going to be proud of it? And I, and I promise you, when I, when I finally published it, I published it actually on Saturday, but I didn't let the world know until Wednesday, Woman Crush Wednesday, because it was the last day of March and it was Women's History Month. I was like, you know what? I want, it, I want this day to be monumental. So when I had let it, when I had let mom out to the world, I started to doubt. I was like, well, I grew because I was able to put it out there, but is this something I'm proud of? Like I started second guessing myself. I was like, whoa, I'm like, man, do you just put this out there? People know your business now, girl. Are you proud of that? Are you, are you going to be able to stand in that as a woman and, and hone in on that? And, and when I realized I had that conversation with myself, oh, this lash is bothering me. <laughs> when I had this conversation with myself, I was like, okay, you know what? Yes, we're growing and we're growing in the, in the direction that, that, that looks good on the vision board for you. So um, I, I really appreciate you ladies for, for sharing that with us. Um, in this chapter, I discussed the ob obstacles um, that, you know, I've had as a woman, specifically as a black woman. Um, like, how do you remain grounded and focused as you encounter these obstacles? Because there's always going to be a curveball, you know, when you when you're the tallest, you know, flyest thing coming up, the youngest, the freshest thing, uh, most pure hearted thing in the room. How do you, you know, stay grounded and focused in a world of where everybody's out to get you? It almost seems. Um, my personal story, my mom has always instilled confidence in me and I'm an only child. So I've always kind of just really been focused on myself and what I have going on. Like external forces never really influenced me way too much. I'm not going to make it seem like I'm a robot. or I don't have feelings, but it didn't affect me way too much because I've just always had like this, like hard exterior in a sense like I've been in survival mode for a really long time so it's not much like I haven't broke for anything that I've went through I only bend so I just always keep the mentality that like I can get through anything I've gotten through so many things and by myself so I can continue to do that she was talking about 
that like her confidence and um she grew up confident and I know for me that wasn't necessarily always the case I did have my moments like you know I wasn't always the cutest child at least in my eyes so I wasn't always that confident um so I had to kind of teach myself that and like how um Ep said that how like you know she was always focused but me on the other hand I had my moments where I'm like all right like I said before, I'm seeing what other people are doing and I'm here like getting kind of sidetracked. But I had to tell like when I really got to the point where I'm like, like my artistry, I was content with it. I had to um, like just remind myself, like stay focused on you. Like it really all goes back to um, the words. Like I had to always constantly remind myself, don't focus on everybody else. You know your goals, you know what? you want to accomplish so you have to focus on you because everybody around you is not going to be there to help you so you have to make sure that you get everything done that you want to get done and every now and then of course I'll fall short but then I'm like all right it's time you get back together like so that's really how I've um you know I think that's helped me to try and stay grounded just that constant reminder I want to piggyback on that point, though, because I realized how Aquarius my answer was. <laughs> like, um, when I was younger, I definitely kind of used to be like a people pleaser in a sense. But like, that's just because I knew just how internally dope I was. And bitches just did not like me for no reason. Like, they would just not, they'll be like, when I first seen you, I didn't like you. And I would just be like, what? You have no idea what I go through, who I am, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know anything about me, how you don't like me, you know? So that really used to like kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. But then I realized that they were just projecting their own experiences because let's even break it down even more. We are all brown to dark skinned women in this podcast right now. Yes. And colorism within the Black community is so real. I'm not the darkest, so I'm not going to make it seem like I'm a victim, but I know I empathize with the struggle as an Afro-Latina because in my community, I am on the darker spectrum. Mm -hmm. But if you ask an African-American, they would put me on the other side of the spectrum. So it's just all different. I know like what we go through, the type of guys we attract based on how our hair is. Motherfuckers calling us Erica Badu. We got our natural hair out. But if you got the 30 inch, you probably- You feel me? You probably- Beyonce. (laughs) Yeah, you know, or like even with the braids, you could kind of get a mixture because now they're more accepting of the braids. So they just like, okay, I see you sister. Like, it's just, we go through so much. And sometimes it's very easy to lose sight of that, especially as a young black girl trying to find her way. Like I would never forget one of Cecily Tyson's last interviews. She said she was still learning herself. Wow. She was like 90. Wow. So I say never stop, ladies, never stop the the journey of learning and self-discovery and self-love is just never ending. It's continuous. And, you know, I think an important thing is to um, find people that are like minded and keep them around you, because we're, we're in this 
like I don't know like so many, I don't want any female friends uh-uh-uh. and I'm here like listen give me a solid few and I will be the happiest woman on because I don't need 10 I don't need all of the all a whole bunch of women around me but have those people that are that will that you can be vulnerable around that you could express yourself to and um who's able to give you constructive criticism in the right way because once you have that around you it's like you can you can do whatever because you know don't get me wrong when I tell myself certain things boom it'll be fine but also having those people around you to let you know that you're doing well or you know you're slacking off a little bit it's always good and I, I think that helps to make the journey just a little bit easier yeah, it's all about having that um, that balance, um, you know, as far as um, what, you know, what is going to make sure that we constantly produce the better version of ourselves, mm-hmm. because um, I was I'm shocked that that was her last interview that she's still learning herself, um, the late and great Cicely Tyson. And I and I think that's a very important concept about womanhood. Right. There is no um, cut and dry um cut and paste mm-hmm. there is no okay this is how you do it this is there's only like you know like i've said you know being able to bend being able to adapt and being able to flow without necessarily losing your essence um that is so important um so we touched on beauty standards self-esteem versus confidence competition in the women's sphere um you know careers men's friendships like which one of these spaces do you feel um, that the, the fierce woman in you really has to show up. And then, um, the femme woman in you, you know, like, you know, the soft woman in you has to show up. So which one of these spaces, um, either beauty standards, um, moments where it's a self-esteem confidence situation, competition in the women's sphere, whether it's careers, men's, um, friendships, which one of those areas do you feel like, either one of these women, the, the fierce woman and the femme women, where do you feel like, um, how do you, how do you, what's, I guess, what's, what's the word, strategize which one of those women t- um, to, to bring forth? Well, code switching is a survival tactic. So like me personally, when it comes to fashion, I'm more on my fierce shit because black women are the blueprint we're the prototype. So literally anything we say go. So we can kind of just finesse anything and just dictate a fashion trend. So yeah, definitely don't, don't little, don't be, don't minimize yourself in regards to fashion. Um, in regards to like the workspace for me personally, because I know people who apply different methods for me personally, I like to have more of a balance because the sad reality is I don't ever want to be perceived as an angry black woman. So, you know, I kind of just have to find that balance. Like, you know, sometimes, and I'm in a male dominated space. So too often I have to kind of like stroke a man's ego and kind of make it seem like he came up with something that I came up with. And like, but if it's like a woman that I'm working with, I'm way more soft, just kind of just 
extending my olive branch and letting her like showing her my camaraderie because I don't ever want to add on to the struggles that society already puts on us and for love that's feminine a hundred percent a hundred percent you know that is 100 percent feminine like you don't we already have to be fierce in the beauty space have to find a balance in the workspace at least with love you should have that emotional security to just be soft and vulnerable and just be a woman and a human i agree 100 yes thank you so much for that dominique talk to us sister so with the 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 dating like i feel like and it's a work in progress for me because I feel like I, I'm a little more on the fierce side, but then I have to be like, all right, you're doing too much. You got to be more on the, the feminine side. But I feel like sometimes it takes the right person. Period. And, right. And, um, Thank you, sis. <laughs> like this whole like submission thing, like I'm all for that, you know, but it really just takes the right man. And, that's why I have this like the fierceness side of me because I don't want the wrong person to get that side. And I get it. We got to show that. So, you know, cause that's dating. But once, sometimes once they see the feminine side, it's like, you know, some of them try to take advantage of that. And I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I don't like feeling like, you know, somebody's taking advantage of me. So as of right now, I, I'm in that balanced, fierce, fem- fashion wise, you've said it the it's the fierce for me like <laughs> when I have that certain outfit on baby you can't tell me anything like mm-hmm. like that's it in the right heel listen don't don't so don't talk to me <laughs> work wise well makeup wise I mean I guess it would be I don't even know makeup wise I think Hmm, that's interesting. I guess it would be both, I guess, because you don't want people to take advantage of you. And like so many times you could go into certain spaces and they see, first of all, you're a black woman. So some sometimes they think, you know, and because I it hasn't been 10, I haven't been in the industry for 10, 15 years. So I'm already like young, black. They may think, oh, you know, she may not know anything. So every now and then I have to, you know, be like, listen, I know what I'm doing. Like, and, you know, come correct. But of course, I'm always willing to learn and all that. So that's when, like, the femme side of me will be like, all right, you know, just lay back, um, look around and just, you know, learn things. And so, yeah, I think for uh, makeup wise, it's a little bit of both. It's funny that you say that, though. I kind of went through something like that recently when I covered Rolling Loud in Miami. It was so innocent, but I was annoyed. But it was just so innocent because I was with a good friend of mine who I, like, recruited to do the videography for me. And he has a relationship with the CEO of 1501 Records. They have Erica Banks and Megan Thee Stallion on their roster. So he gets us backstage, Carl Crawford, the CEO. Mm-hmm. He gets us backstage because of my friend, the videographer. And then like, he's like, you come in? I'm like, duh, of course, you're not leaving me. But he fails to introduce me. Fails to introduce me. And 
me a few years ago before I got like a couple years experience in the corporate set and I'll be like nigga ain't your fucking groupie fucking introduce me like I would have went off you know like just to prove like yo I'm not just here I am not a groupie I'm not here for fun nigga you're here because of me you would not be here if it wasn't for me like that would have been me a few years ago but how I handled the situation I was so proud of myself too I just went to crawl like Carl like Petey's so rude allow me to introduce myself I'm a journalist I interviewed Erica already I was scheduled to interview Mech like you know so then the tone changed after that it was just like oh 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 yeah I do remember that oh you know now I'm getting the red carpet rollout because I kind of found that balance in my femininity and the fierceness like listen I'm not here for fun. I'm not here to get chose. I'm here just like you to do a job. Uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's that's so important, ladies. Um, you know, finding that balance between the fierce femme. I, for the most part, I play up more the femme side um, of things. <laughs> because I'm because I'm small. Um, but I do that that way. To, it kind of throws people off. Because people never really expect me to be upset or, you know, you know, really assert myself um, face value. So I kind of play up the, the femme side and then the fierce side. She shows up. She shows up in her fashion. She shows up um, in her speaking s- skills. Like I could read you for filth if I really wanted to. And it would probably be in corporate lingo. <laughs> So um, with that being said, like, it's, it's all about balance. And, 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 and I think that's what really, that's how you really get to a really successful point in your womanhood is being able to find that balance um, to really walk and thrive in your purpose as a woman. Um, I really appreciate you ladies for, for coming on today. Um, I, I learned so much. Um, I hope you guys learned a lot um, in, in reading um, this, this book. I, do you have any favorite poems or any, anything in there, one line that you feel like you could use as a caption? I definitely got to keep it, keep reading, but I'm so proud of you for even pushing through as a content creator. I know how much courage it even takes to even get to this point. So I'm here rooting for you, sis. I'm here. um, It was, of course, the makeup poem, right? (laughs) You said, um, like, the it's the second to last um stanza says so she passes this message on once conflicted confused and concerned now empowered and relieved saying baby girl you're too beautiful too relevant too honorable and way too expensive to be wearing society's cheap makeup i read that line i said oh okay she's wrote that in high school y'all over 11 years ago i just and you see how it's still relevant. It's still it's, relevant, girl. Like you see, you see what's going on in this world today. We get so, a lot of people get so caught up in everything that's going on. They mm-hmm. see something, and then they're like, "Okay, now that these ten people are doing it, I'm gonna do it." And not to say that's always bad, but some, it it becomes an issue when it's like constant. Yeah. So and and especially when you're like putting yourself down, like, "Oh, I'm not good enough," and seeing all this other stuff. So I was like, okay, I like that. Keep that in my back pocket. Yeah, thank you so much. Originality is, is such a rarity now. Um, and and I, that's what I strive for. 
Um, but yeah, so thank you so much, ladies. And um, I hope to see you guys soon. I hope to chop it up. Um, if you guys ever need me for anything, I'm definitely here for that. Um, you know, Eb, just keep on striving, girl. I see you. I see you down. And um, I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you again so much. Bye-bye.